Hello, my good friends. This is Dan Jones with another quiet talk to share with you. 2 Corinthians 3.17 says, Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. What kind of liberty is this that Paul is talking about? Probably almost all of you grew up, as I did, in the United States of America. When I was a kid, we said the Pledge of Allegiance every day. We turned toward the flag hanging in the front of the room, put our little hands over our hearts, and said, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. I don't remember much that went on in the first grade. It was a long time ago. There's one memory that is vivid for me. One morning, a little boy didn't participate in the pledge. Our teacher, Miss Shannon, gave him a lecture that I still remember. She walked up to the flag and took the corner that was hanging lowest in her fingers. That would have been a red stripe. She told this little boy, whose name I forget, that these red stripes stand for the blood of those who died for our freedom as Americans. Wow. Like I said, I don't remember much else from the first grade. Evidently, I learned to read, so I guess that's something I sort of remember. Freedom is, or used to be, the most important aspect of our political life as Americans. We may not all be rich, we may not all be happy, but we should all be free. I'm not sure this is a view held by everybody anymore, but this talk is not about politics. What I've said is meant to be just an introduction to my subject today. Keep in mind that when Paul wrote these words in 2 Corinthians, he and all the church were under the earthly authority of the Roman Empire. Freedom was not the central political ideal of Rome. It was more about order and keeping the peace. If a group of subjects in a particular province were not happy with what the emperor was doing, if they rose up and started a rebellion, Rome didn't say, well, they certainly have a right to their opinion. No, they sent a detachment of soldiers to slaughter them. Free speech was not something Rome was big on. But still, in the midst of this repressive regime, Paul said with confidence and joy, Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. He wasn't talking about politics either. What is the nature of this liberty the Bible speaks of? Most people think that liberty means you can do anything you want to. Of course, that's clearly wrong. I may feel I have a right to a peaceful night's sleep. My neighbor may feel that he has a right to have loud parties all night that end up keeping me awake. Even so, that circumstance doesn't give me the freedom to burn his house down. That's not what liberty is about. Far too many in our society today think that, indeed, freedom is the right to do anything you want. Moral restraints, especially, it seems, where sexual conduct is concerned, don't go along with their notion of freedom. Let me explain where they're wrong. I've never been a big car guy, but when I was a young man, I really liked certain sports cars like the Jaguar XKE. I thought those headlights were really cool. By the way, I don't think they make them anymore. Even if they did, I wouldn't want one. I have a hard time getting in and out, especially out of cars that are low like that. 
So let's pretend that an XKE had thought and will. Suppose the XKE said to himself, I am free. I can do anything I want. I can be a bulldozer. If he tries to be a bulldozer, he's going to hurt himself. Probably break those cool headlights. The problem is a Jaguar XKE was not designed to be a bulldozer. It was a fast sports car that was made for smoothly paved roads. Choosing to do things it was not made to do will bring much damage. Human beings are this way. We were designed by a wise and loving God. We are not accidents, contrary to what you may have heard from some folks. Just like the designer of the sports car would warn you against using it as a bulldozer, God has warned against certain self-destructive behaviors that we weren't designed to partake in. He loves us and doesn't want us to destroy our lives. So he's given us rules of the road, you might say, rules that are good for us, rules that lead to freedom when obeyed. I've never driven a Jaguar, but I can imagine the freedom of cruising down the highway in a fast car like that, using it like it was meant to be used. Years ago, I heard a wise man define freedom like this. Freedom is not the right to do anything you want to do. Freedom is the power to do what you ought to do. In 2 Peter 2, there is a long discourse on false teachers, those who lead their followers into sin and destruction. In verse 19, it says, They promise them freedom but they themselves are slaves of corruption. For whatever overcomes a person, to that he is enslaved. These false prophets tell their listeners, come, follow me and be free. You can do whatever you want. You can throw off all these repressive moral restraints that keep you from enjoying yourself. Their followers find out too late that Throwing off all restraint, rejecting the law of God, doesn't bring freedom, but bondage. In case you haven't noticed this yet, Satan hates us. He hates us because he hates God. He knows that God created us in his own image, that we might glorify him. Satan doesn't want to glorify God, but himself. So he works full-time to deceive humanity into believing that God is a big killjoy who doesn't want us to be happy. All these rules are just God's way of repressing us and keeping us under his thumb. Satan tells us that to be truly happy, we must throw off all restraint and be guided only by our own hearts and our own desires. You would think that we would have learned by now. Just look at the chaos the world is in. This chaos is the result of throwing off all restraint and letting our hearts run wild. The way of peace is God's way. The way David in Psalm 139 called the way everlasting. God's way leads to life. There's a beautiful passage from the Psalms I want to quote now. It's Psalm 19, verses 7 through 11. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. 
The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. To walk in the ways of God is to walk in liberty. God wants us to be free, but to be free, you must let God be God. When we seek to be our own gods, we fall into slavery. But where the Spirit of the Lord is, where the Spirit is in loving control, there is peace, there is joy, there is love, there is freedom. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you delivered up your one and only Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to a horrible death on the cross to set us free from the bondage and the power of sin. As Jesus said, whoever the Son sets free shall be free indeed. Thank you, Jesus, for being our liberator. Thank you, Jesus, for washing away our sins and all of those Uh, violations of the law of God that we are all guilty of. You have forgiven us. You have removed our transgressions as far as the east is from the west. And we thank you so much, Lord. By your grace, help us to just enter into that freedom that Christ has won for us as we identify in his death, resurrection, and uh, as we are seated at the right hand of God in heavenly places. Help us to know that that's our reality in Jesus, and by that we are free from sin. We pray all this in his precious and holy name. Amen. My dear friend, we are preaching this message of freedom in Christ in the Schenectady, New York area, in the capital district of New York, the Albany, Schenectady area. And uh, we have a group of people that are seeking to plant a new congregation in this area. Currently, we are meeting in the uh, American Legion Hall, which is at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady, Our group is called Bread of Life Anglican Church, and we meet every Sunday at 10 o'clock. We would love to meet you. If you don't have a church home, if you live in the area, we'd love to meet you. As always, you can reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. May God richly bless you.